morning, Fabcasters. This is Arbar with the drive time. I'm back on my commute to work. I spent a couple days away teaching the, the suicide intervention course, as I love, love to do, and uh, just have some reflections on that. So it's a, uh, it's not a, it's not a biblical course on on suicide intervention. It's a secular course, and it's a really good model as well. It's, it's a model that's put together by Living Works Corporation. And uh, it has to do with being first aid responder. So not, not being an expert in, in how to stop somebody, but, but just being someone who can be there and offer a third option, which is keep safe for now. It has everything to do with listening. Um, they call it low guidance, which means low directive, which means you're not telling them what to do. You're not shaming them. You're not guilting them. You're asking a lot of questions and then waiting, waiting for a, just a little ray of hope, a little ray of light, and then it's called the turning point. And then at that point, you would support that turning point, whether it was uncertainty, whether it was uh, abs- just a total rejection of, of suicide, like repent of their view, or, or some um, little ray of hope. So it would look like this. I mean, if, if someone says, you know, I, I want to kill myself, but I, I don't know. I just don't know. We would consider that a turning point and support it. So we would support it like this. So it sounds like you wanted to kill yourself, but but now you're just not sure. Okay. Am, am I right? Yes, you're right. All right. What if I were to give you a third option? And the third option is stay safe for now until we can figure some things out. Now, I'm not claiming to know all the answers, but I'm just saying, have you considered this third option to stay safe for now? And it, because it's dealing with human beings and there's a lot of emotions and things going on, it's not clear cut and it's not always easy every time and it's gonna be messy. But I really like the model because it has to do with good listening. So bringing over the, bring this over to a, a spiritual aspect. I like a spiritual perspective. I think we're, we are supposed to be good listeners because we ought to watch out to where deception might be. And because, because I believe everything is spiritual, for instance, everything can be tied back to the spiritual, it should cause me to be a good listener to wait to see if there's deception in the mind of the person in front of me and then and then to, to support it just like what Living Works Corporation says support the turning point we, we would just sub- take thoughts captive that's how I would put it if someone said something and it wasn't in line with reality then I would say wait a minute what say say what you just said again tell me tell me what you just said well if I don't get this promotion then I then I, I feel like I feel like I won't. I feel like I won't have a purpose in life. I feel like I've lost my identity if I lose this. And we'd be, we'd be able to pinpoint: um, is that the truth? Like, do you really believe that your identity is tied to this job? That that what you do for a living is who you are as a person, or area could be. Do you really believe that your life would be over if, if you didn't get to marry 
this person? Do you really need this person? Do you need this relationship to be who you are? So there's all kinds of deception in the world. And what I like to do is just put on my seatbelt, turn on good listening ears, and hang on for the ride. And then when there are thoughts that aren't in line with reality, i.e. they don't line up with scripture, they don't line up with the way things really are, I'm able to take those thoughts captive and then make them obedient to Christ. So, you know, it's a dance. It's a dance. It's, um, like I said, it's going to be messy, but it's definitely better than trying to fix everybody. And I'll never forget, there's this old retired uh, chief of the boat on a submarine. He retired years ago, but he had this sign. Is that, he now works at my well, my old work. He had this sign in his office that said, listening is not waiting your chance to turn to talk. Listening is not waiting your, your turn to talk. And it was so true, so convicting for me. I, I want to be a good listener today, primarily because I want to have my ears open for for um, where to speak truth and where some someone might be deceived. I want to bring light into that situation. And then watch them just get set free. And what's one of my favorite things is to watch people come into the light. They come into the light and out of darkness. And if they say, and I know they've come into the light from out of darkness when they say things like, man, I've never thought about that before. Or when they say, I never saw it like that before. Or they might say, you know what? What I just shared with you, I haven't shared with anybody. That's one of my favorite things to hear because that means for the first time in their life, they experienced the freedom that comes, right? From no longer being in shackles to shame and to guilt and to condemnation into self-hate just to name a few it's like at that moment the Holy Spirit worked in their soul and convinced them gave them the faith to believe and then they walked in that they tasted they saw how good it was and then then they become a freedom addict it's like they can't get enough of it because where where bondage was so enslaving well, freedom is just as addictive as bondage. And once a person tastes freedom, man, there's no going back. You could. I mean, the children of Israel did it. They were set free. But even as freed persons, they dreamed about slavery. But they died like that. And then the next generation, two people, plus the all the, all the offspring of that first generation entered into the promised land through some well, through a lot of warfare and a lot of driving people out and a lot of there's a lot of work involved but it was by grace and through faith and when they finally experienced it and there was there was no going back it just wasn't even it wasn't even possible at that point so here I am driving to work back in my back in my routine and just reflecting on some good good training and I hope uh, people left that training just changed. It was a two. It was a two-day, uh, nineteen-hour, nineteen-hour course. 
I'm meant to make people good listeners. Hopefully it sparks something inside where you say, man, I, I really want to um, ask that guy um, about his life, something that's different. Because I don't say who I, who I am. I just say I'm a, I'm a passionate um, trainer, passionate person that's training other people on suicide intervention, first aid suicide. All right, everybody. Love you, Fabcasters. Talk to you later. Bye.